leftovers. Or the DMV. Or house cleaning. Or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, Cleveland. Welcome to the Dogland Podcast. I am your host, Anthony Jokey. And today, uh, for the first time ever, we get to do a playoff podcast. Uh, the Cleveland Browns have made uh, the playoffs this season. They beat the Pittsburgh Steelers today, 24-22. Uh, it was a win, and they were in scenario, and they pulled out the win today to move to 11-5 on the season. And, in fact, they will play the same Pittsburgh Steelers next uh, next weekend in the wild card round. But, Jack, I, I, I can't believe we're finally at this point, and I'm so glad that you've – co-hosted the show with me for a, a long long time and i know it's been a little bit since we've done a show but uh to finally be on here with you to talk the browns into playoffs this is something special i mean when we started this thing almost four years ago i mean there was days anthony i never thought we'd see this day i mean everybody talked about you know Back to 2002, that that magical season, you know, nine and seven, that game against the Falcons, run, William, run. You know, I was 10 years old at the time, really wasn't a big football fan, so I don't remember it. And like I said, there was days I didn't think this was ever going to come, and today was the day it finally happened, and what a crazy four years it's been since we started this podcast. And I got to admit, like, when that, when we... When Baker Mayfield made that run to seal the win, I got emotional. I dropped down on one knee and I started bawling. And like, I mean, it, it's st- I'm still at a loss of words. I cannot believe we are here talking about the Cleveland Browns as a playoff team and the fact that next weekend is their first playoff game in 17 years. Man, it's just it's unreal. 18 years. I'm sorry. It's, it's I'm at a loss of words. Yeah, me too. I I look. Uh, I. The same same boat as you in terms of uh, uh, kind of breaking down a little bit after after that run after that game clinching playoff clinching run, um, and, you know if, if it had to be one guy to 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 propel us into the playoffs, I guess it had to be Baker Baker Mayfield uh, because um, you know t- going zero sixteen having. Um, multiple number one picks uh, over those next couple years. And then, you know, drafting the quarterback um, it's, it's been a roller coaster uh, with him a little bit so far, but uh, to, to be able to go from 0 and 16 to the point where we are now going 11 and five this season, um, you know, a lot of people, including I guess ourselves expected us to, you know, maybe make the playoffs last season and kind of have a, a similar record, but, uh, we were a year early on those predictions in terms of making the playoffs. Um, they definitely got the right head coach. They got the right quarterback. And look, I, 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 I'm just at a loss for words because it, it's so wonderful uh, and exciting and joyous to to feel um, to be able to go uh, to the playoffs next weekend. I know you know there's teams that do this like every year. Um, 
but you know, for for a franchise that hasn't been there in eighteen long years, and you know, we could exercise some some more demons next week because eighteen years ago we played the Steelers in a wild card round. You we were up by like seventeen points in that game, and um, you know, some bad stuff happened after that. But you know, they can go into Pittsburgh again next week, and you know exact some revenge uh for that game 18 years ago and and it'd be crazy to to think that uh you know we could play pittsburgh two weeks in a row and and maybe beat the steelers two weeks in a row so um you know just what what do you think because i know what it means to me and i know what it means to you but what do you think it it means to uh the the rest of uh the the the, the best fans in the world in a dog pound i know only if 12,000 and a little bit uh, extra could be in attendance today um, at First Energy Stadium. And I know that I would love to see that place back because I would have been there too. Um, but uh, what do you think it means to the, the, the dog pound to finally uh, get over that hurdle uh, and, and make the playoffs this season? I think back to a couple of years ago when Buffalo finally broke their playoff drought and I think they were on the road and they came back and the fans were at the airport and it was thousands and thousands. And I know what they meant. Cause I have a good friend that's a Buffalo bills fan. Like, you know, being Cleveland fan, we've been picked on for so long. And I think I'm going to get emotional talking about it now, you know, Growing up, you know, I had all these kids I went to school with that were Pittsburgh fans. You know, they teased me for being a Cleveland fan because, you know, that was two free wins for them every year. You know, I mean, this is our time, you know, and the Pittsburgh fans are making their excuses now because, you know, they didn't have Ben and they didn't have Hayward and Watt. And it doesn't matter. Like, they were locked into the playoffs. We knew that they weren't going to play a lot of their guys. I mean, they still had some key guys out there today, but – a win to win, you have to, I mean, you go out there to win the game, no matter who's playing on the other side of the team or other side of the ball. You know, there was years where Pittsburgh would roll in and they had to play Colt McCoy or whatever, but, or Brandon Whedon or whoever the quarterback was, but they still went in with the mindset that they had to win. So even though, you know, like Mesa Rudolph was the quarterback over there today, we knew that we had to go out still play our best football and go out and beat them. And, you know, to the fans, like, they don't care how they got to the playoffs as long as they got there. You know, 2007, I can remember because that was my first year, like, I was a true diehard Browns fan. And, you know, we won 10 games, and we were depending on the Colts, and they started Jim Sorgi that night, and they ended up losing, and we didn't make the playoffs. Like, it was a good season, but we still didn't make the playoffs. Like, Anthony, if we wouldn't have made this, I would have came on here today and said, you know, we went 10-6, and six, it was a good year, but I would have called it, a failure because we still didn't make the playoffs. Like that's the goal every year is to go to the playoffs and compete for a chance to go to the Super Bowl and perhaps win the Super Bowl. We're in that spot now. So I don't think like the fans can bicker about how it was done, but at the end of the day, we got to the playoffs and that's all that matters. You, you, you know, that we've accomplished the goal of making the playoffs. You know what the next goal was, right? The, the next goal is uh, let's go win the Super Bowl. Well, I think the first goal would to be win the, you know, beat the Steelers and then beat whoever we play next and then go to the AFC Championship game. You know, like like Jarvis Landry posted the video of Kobe Bryant. I think I sent it to you, but Kobe Bryant was up 2-0 in the finals and he's like and the media uh, one of the media members is like, "How are you happy?" He goes, "We're only up 2-0. The job's not over yet." 
like you still have to take it step by step. I know people are going to say like, yeah, like you said, Super Bowl, that's the next goal. I think the next goal would be playoff win and then another playoff win. And then you're in the AFC championship game. And then that's the next goal. Like we've we took this, we, we took this hurdle to get into the postseason. Now the next goal is beat Pittsburgh again. And then whoever we play next, that's the next hurdle. You know, there's been a mindset and it's been echoed by Kevin Stefanski all year and also by the players as well. You know, they, they have a chance to go one and oh next week against Pittsburgh. And it's kind of been the, the, the model of all of all season uh, for the Browns is every week. They're like, you know, there's a chance to go one and oh, there's a chance to go one and oh. And it's just been, uh, it's been very consistent. And you can tell that that's certainly a part of their culture and the part of their mindset um, is, you know, they focus on this week's game. They don't worry about last week. They don't worry about next week. They focus on this week. And this week, they're going to have the Pittsburgh Steelers again. Uh, what do you think it means for them to play pretty much a, a playoff game today uh, against the Pittsburgh Steelers, play in that mindset uh, to get them ready for next week uh, when, when it is an actual playoff game? Because basically this week was win or go home. And it's going to be the same thing next week. So what do you think they'll be able to take experience-wise from this game today, beating Pittsburgh, where they faced quite a bit of adversity? Um, you know, there was they, they didn't really uh, turn the ball over or anything, but Pittsburgh really fought in this game. And, um, you know, they did a really good job, and, and Pittsburgh always does, uh, of always competing. And... You know, they they were certainly in this game. They had a chance to tie it up there at the end with that two point conversion and 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 whatnot. And, but you know, Pittsburgh always competes, and the, this Browns team today had to treat this game like a playoff game, and they did that. So, what do you think that means taking this experience from today into next week and uh, absolute must uh, win or go home uh, in the playoffs? I mean, next week should be the same mindset mentality that they had coming into this week, win or go home. And, you know, hopefully they don't face as much adversity off the field as they did, you know, on the field, you know, with the Steelers rallying back in the fourth quarter. You know, what's not being talked about, you had six guys missing because of COVID. Uh, they had one practice all week, which was only for an hour. And uh, they weren't, they were hardly in the facility all week. They had to do a lot of their stuff virtually. Um, they were missing uh, Kevin or Chad O'Shea, their wide receiver coach, Bill Callahan, the offensive line coach. I mean, it, and they were missing key guys, Denzel Ward, B.J. Goodson, Malcolm Smith, uh, love him or hate him, Andrew Sandejo. I mean, we were missing a ton of depth on the defensive side of the ball. But, you know, credit to Kevin Stefanski and the coaching staff like all year. They got the got the guys ready. It was a next man up mentality. Yeah, you know, Terrence Mitchell, Robert Jackson had a tough time against the wide receivers, but it was a learning experience. And they'll be able to go watch the film, learn from their mistakes, make the correct adjustments. I have faith in this coaching staff because they have done it all year where they have helped guys get ready and step up in big moments. And that's another thing. Like, this is a young football team, which kind of gets overlooked at times, but a young playoff, a young, hungry NFL team that's learning how to win and they fought to get in the playoffs, and now this is another big moment for them. A lot of these guys, it's their very first playoff games. I think actually probably the majority of the roster, I would say probably 90% have never played in a playoff game before. So this is going to be a big moment for all of them, but luckily we have guys 
veterans like Sheldon Richardson, Olivier Vernon. Hopefully he's okay. He had the ankle injury late. Um, I think Jarvis Landry played in a playoff game, but Sendejo's valuable there. A lot of these veterans that have played in playoff games, they're going to be able to help these guys and guide them uh, for this big week because a lot of them have never faced this before. You know, you're, you're right. This is a, a very young football team. And, you know, it's just going to go uh, – the, the this experience that they have had this season, fighting through adversity, fighting through all the different challenges and obstacles uh, that they have faced. Uh, it, it's just going to make this team even better going forward. I know pretty much all the NFL has, has done the same thing. But, you know, with a, a first-year head coach and uh, – you know, not having really an off-season program and, 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 you know, having to do a lot of things virtually and not really having that one-on-one time, uh, you know, with Stefanski and his coaching staff, you know, they managed to pull uh, 11 wins out and, and, you know, they gained um, some valuable experience this season. And, and no matter what happens next week or, or even potentially the, the weeks after, uh, you know, this team took a, a serious growth. Uh, um, you know, this franchise uh, t- took a giant step uh, forward. You know, it's been a long time since we've been able to say that, that this franchise ha- has taken such a, a massive step. Um, you know, because, look, it, and I don't know if this is giving uh, Stefanski too much credit, but, you know, if they would have picked anybody else for head coach, I don't know if uh, – they would be at this spot right now in the playoffs this season because the the job that he's done, the calm, cool collectiveness that he has every week, nothing phases him. And you could tell that really translate to this team, Jack, because when, when I watch the Browns, nothing phases this team. I mean, you know, they, I, I know last week against the Jets, you know, that was, that was kind of a, a different situation, but, um, you know, they did everything in their power uh, with all the challenges, with all those players being out uh, and, you know, had to have a shot to, to come back and win that game last week, um, you know, to kind of facing those same challenges this week with COVID. Um, you know, it, it's to me, a lot of this falls under Kevin Stefanski and the job that he's done with this team and instilling uh, this, this new culture that, you know, we're certainly not used to. And, but it's certainly one that uh, is going to give a lot of uh, Browns teams in the future success. No, I mean, I look back, Anthony, a year ago, we were, I'm pretty sure I know I was, I don't remember if you were, but uh, advocating for Josh McDaniels. And I, I will say that Kevin Stefanski was the right hire. It was, I mean, it was no doubt the right move. And not only getting him, but being able to bring Andrew Barry back. And, you know, credit to the Haslams and, and J.W. Johnson for finally aligning the football operations the right way. You know, the first, you know, the their, all their previous hires, they tried to mesh philosophies together, but they finally decided to align everything perfectly with Paul De Podesta, Andrew Barry, and Kevin Stefanski. And when you have everybody on the right track, years like this year, and hopefully what we see in the future is a product of everybody being on the same page. And you're, you're right about Stefanski. Like, nothing phases this dude. Um, he's a guy, like, if adversity hits them, you know, they make adjustments and they, they find a way to get things going. And, you know, the last few weeks with the COVID situation with the team, like, he, 
I mean, it doesn't phase him. Like he just says, okay, like we're going to do this. We're going to adjust accordingly and we're going to keep rolling. Like, I know a lot of people said, you know, last week, like the Jets game should have been postponed because all the wide receivers got uh, put on the reserve list. But it's a situation where, you know, Stefanski just, you know, they try to find a solution. And of course, you know, things didn't work out last week against the Jets, but it, they haven't lost back-to-back games for a reason. Like Stefanski and the coaching staff go in and say, hey, we had a bad week. Let's go out have a good week and find a way to win. And that's what they've done the majority of the time. Like, you know, some coaches in the past would have just packed it in or threw people under the bus or, you know, called it quits when, when the going got tough, but not Stefanski. He does. He seems completely different from every other coach we've had since 99. And I, I credit the Haslam's for making the right decision to hire this guy, listening to deep Podesta. And then also, getting Andrew Barry back, who was in the organization, seeing what kind of chaos happens under their ownership. But, you know, they made things right and things are looking good right now after year one. And we're just hopeful that it'll continue into the future. And I think it will, as long as they keep this crew together. Let me see if you agree with this. There is no other person who's Stefanski, Stefanski's personality resonates more with than Baker Mayfield. Like this season, we have seen such a growth from Baker and, and it's because of Stefanski, his personality, the way he handles things uh, has completely rubbed off on Baker Mayfield. And I think you see that out there every single week. No doubt. Like, I mean, you know, Baker's had his moments this year where, you know, his back's been against the wall. Like you talk about the Baltimore game, the first Baltimore game, the first Pittsburgh game. And, you know, there was doubt at some points. And then the Cincinnati game, it just things started clicking. And he became like ever since the Cincinnati game, he's thrown what, like two, three interceptions. He's been accurate. He's been making great throws. He's being a great leader. I mean, what he said post game today, he said there's a new standard now. For Cleveland after going 11 and five and, and they clinched a playoff spot and he said it in the post game. He was like, we're not satisfied. He goes that when me and Jarvis came here a couple years ago, he goes, we, we set a new mindset in Cleveland and nothing's changed. And I, I mean, that's great. I mean, that's what Baker even said. I think it was when OBJ got finally introduced to Cleveland, he said, our goal is to win Super Bowls. I mean, that that was the goal. You know, like some years, guys will talk about winning the AFC North or winning one playoff game. Like, if you have that mindset, you're never going to work. Like, the fact that Baker and Jarvis wanted to come here, change the culture, put a winning attitude in here, like, and the focus is winning Super Bowls, like, you know you're, you've got the right people. And when Baker, you know, the combine interview, and he said, if anybody's going to turn Cleveland around, it's going to be me. Uh, he was mocked by some of the local media for saying that. But what's he done since he's been here? Win, with the exception of last year. Obviously, we know what last year was, but Baker's turned this franchise around. You could see the video of him, the crowd just fully embracing him today after the game. Like, this is his town. This is his team. And the, the Browns will go as far as they go. It'll be because of number six. And on the other side of the ball, um, you could definitely tell that Stefanski's personality has has uh, resonated with Miles Garrett because, look, we all know what happened last year, and the, the amount of work that he's done in the off season and this season to 
you know, repair his image, become the Browns nominee for the Walter Payton Man of the Year, uh, to put out the type of uh, season this year uh, on the field. Um, you know, all the different things that he's done. Uh, he is, you know, without doubt, the, the the leader of the defense. And, you know, with Baker, the leader of the offense, it, it's great to have those kinds of leaders on both sides of the ball. Uh, I don't know if you saw the, the you know, some of the stuff pregame, but uh, Miles was out there for, you know, a good five minutes having a nice little talk with the entire team, you know, being that leader, being that guy. Um, you know, it's, you know, there's a lot of talk of, you know, why they named him captain this week particularly, but you know, it, it just kind of happened that way. Uh, no, no trolling behind it, but you know, he, there's no doubt that he is one of the leaders of this football team and um, what he's been able to do this season after the way last year ended has been nothing short of remarkable. Yeah. I mean, it, it's a shame that like his season didn't go as great as we all kind of thought it would be, but he, he still had a great season. There's no doubt about it, but you know, we all thought at the beginning of the year that he was going to have defensive player of the year. And at the beginning of the season, it, it looked like he was well on his way. And then of course, you know, COVID put a hamper on it, but he still had 12 sacks. He still had what four or five forced fumbles. I mean, he's still one of the top defensive players in the league. Um, but yeah, he is definitely the leader of that defensive side of the ball and they, they go as far as he, he pushes them and, you know, to see his production, uh, equate to Olivier Vernon finally showing up and having a productive season. Um, you know, Sheldon Richardson was making impact plays and then you go to the back and Sione Takitaki, Denzel Ward, Ronnie Harrison, uh, Terrence Mitchell. I mean, there is some guys on that defense and yes, they need more. And we'll talk about that in the off season for sure. But, you know, to have Miles Garrett on that side of the ball leading that defense, you know, it, it's one of the great things to, about this Browns team is that there is leaders on both sides of the ball. They pick these guys up when there's trouble, they rally together and they fight for each other. And I, and it's awesome. And it's awesome to see, you know, finally the fruits of being the worst franchise for a few years, finally paying off to see guys like Miles Garrett and Denzel Ward, who were top draft picks, being able to lead the Browns to a playoff appearance. And, you know, hopefully Ward's back next week. Obviously, he was out today because of COVID-19. Um, the 10-day window would lift on Sunday. So banking on the Browns playing on Sunday against Pittsburgh. Yeah, how how much would that stink? You know, the Browns, get selected to play on Saturday instead of Sunday. Uh, hopefully uh, they'll be able to, to play on Saturday instead of Sunday. So uh, Denzel could potentially play because uh, they're going to need him. Uh, look, I, I know, you know, Mason Rudolph kind of just chucked things up there this week uh, when, when thrown to the receivers, but uh, this secondary really needs Denzel and, you know, We'll talk about the offseason at, at a different time, but, you know, this secondary still needs some help back there. And, you know, they weren't going to fix everything in one year, uh, but, uh, you know, they, they're going to have to go out this offseason and, and help out the secondary a, a little bit more. But, uh, you know, hopefully they can get a boost back this week with him because uh, they're going to need him. Uh, they're they're going to need Denzel uh, for the playoffs, so hopefully they end up do playing on uh, on next Sunday. Uh, you know, next weekend should be really fun. Uh, you know, we got the uh, Browns playoff game. We got the Buckeyes playing for a national championship game uh, on Monday against Alabama. Uh, you know, next week's going to be next weekend's going to be one of the the better football weekends. Uh, 
uh, for uh, for Ohio. You know, it's been a while since uh, we've had one of those. Uh, you know, the last time uh, the Browns were, uh, made the playoffs, the, the the Buckeyes were also playing for a national championship. So there's also that uh, aspect and too, and they won it. Um, so hopefully the hopefully the Browns would. Uh, uh, I wouldn't mind like trading the reverse, right? I wouldn't mind like the Buckeyes losing if I met the Browns win uh, the playoff game next Sunday. Um, I wouldn't mind trading that this time, but uh, um, it's going to be an exciting week for uh, football in Ohio. And look, Jack, I, I I still feel like I lost for words, even though we've been talking on this podcast for you know 25 minutes already. I. It's just such a incredible feeling, um, and uh, we're on such an emotional high right now uh, because the Browns make the playoffs. And you know, you talked about uh, how Baker said that this is the new standard, and you know, I I hope so. You know, I, I hope we never go back to um, you know what what we've had to endure over the last four years on this podcast because. You know, what a time to start one, right? We start this podcast, Browns go 0-16, and it's like, why, why, why even bother, right? So, um, you know, I, I guess that uh, we're, we're, we're all emotional because we deserve this. Uh, the, the best fans in the world uh, deserve uh, what has happened to this football team this year, and it, it's a shame that uh, that stadium couldn't be packed today and be packed the rest of the season because – uh, the, you know, these fans um, that are part of the dog pound all over the world certainly deserve it. For sure, man. I mean, it, it does suck that fans couldn't be a part of Well, the, the stadium couldn't be full. Uh, I feel for all the season ticket holders that couldn't go to the game, much like yourself, Anthony. But, you know, for everybody that's a Browns fan, whether you're in the United States, whether you're over in London, shout out to our boys, Paul and Jack, um, you know, worldwide. Browns fans, we are the world's team, and we're finally going to the playoffs. What a time to be alive! And and you know what, too, I bet you have majority of America pulling for us next week. You know, I I, I kind of had that feeling. Uh, you know, you kind of mentioned you know us being the world's team, but you know, I I have a feeling I've seen so much reaction uh, on social media already that uh, from people that are not from Cleveland, so happy for. Uh, the Browns and Browns fans, and I, I, I just have a feeling that uh, you're gonna see a lot of people pulling for us uh, next weekend in the playoffs. Yeah, because who likes those bastards in the city that smells? I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> waving away those, uh, waving those stinky towels, right? Um, so you know, it, it's uh, it's gonna be a fun week. Uh, I, I know that you and I are. Uh, gonna do uh, the best we can to to uh, enjoy this week. Um, you know, be on this podcast and, and talk about things. I'm sure we'll line quite a bit up uh, for y'all to to listen to us. Um, you know, Jack, is there anything more uh, you want to say before we kind of get on out of here? Just go Browns. We yeah. back, baby. <laughs> Yeah, we're definitely back, and uh, it's great to be uh, in the postseason. Um, you know, we're we're all so excited, and uh, look, it's been a long time coming, right? And um, the fact that this team was able to make the playoffs, go eleven and five, um, 
have the success that they've had this year. It, it, it's just been one, a, a real fun ride uh, with this team, uh, you know, especially after uh, the, the, the letdown last year, um, after the hype building up a little bit too much. Uh, but to come in this season uh, with new head coach, um, taking a, a giant step with the quarterback, uh, you know, Baker Mayfield, it, it's just been – it's been a real fun ride, and look, it's gonna it's gonna continue one extra week. You know, for the first time in 18 years, the Cleveland Browns will have a week 18, um, and it, it's it's very exciting. Um, you know, uh, as we get on out of here, as always, uh, be sure to uh, give Jack a follow on Twitter at Jack McCurry08. Uh, give me a follow at Anthony Joko JKI. Uh, the podcast at the Dogland. Um, with all that we're going to get on out of here, we'll be back uh, to talk more uh, about the Browns and the playoffs this week. And most importantly, and most especially, uh, I'm going to leave you with this. Go Browns. Leftovers. Or the DMV. Number 97. Or house cleaning. Or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.